Hello, hello, hello. You are now tuned into the Black History Channel with your resident Black History nerd, Roscoe. This is a podcast about any and everything Black. Each week, we're going to have a discussion on things we know, things we thought we knew, and things we would like to know as it pertains to Black history. Now, without further ado, here is your hostess with the mostest. The ever-beautiful, ever-talented, always-black, Roscoe! Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Black History Channel. I appreciate you all. On today's episode, we're going to talk about resistance. Now... Why are we talking about resistance? Well, everywhere I turn, I see shirts, masks, and I had someone make make a request. Something along the line of, dear so-and-so, we are not our ancestors. That angers me so much because people automatically assume that our ancestors wasn't with the shits. When in reality, they was with all the shits. So today, we're going to talk about the many forms of rebellion and resistance that black people had, that they did. But before we do that, I want to talk about some words that I'm going to be using as I go through this podcast because we're going to be talking mainly about slavery because that's where the rebellions were, you know. We have some rebellions during the Jim Crow era also, which we will talk about that. But when it comes to slavery, there's some words. So you're going to notice me saying words like hostages, death camps, human traffickers, kidnapping. Those are all in, I'm going to replace words like slave, slave owners, plantations, trading with that. So if I happen to say, oh, this hostage did this, this hostage, just know what I'm talking about. But we're going to modernize these words to get people out of the mind frame of thinking that black people will always be slaves because we won't. Now, our first topic, slave rebellions. And you guys might know who this person is. Just bury me in the ocean with my ancestors that jumped from the ships. Because they knew death was better than bondage. Killmonger, y'all. I don't care what nobody say. That man was not a villain. He knew what was up. He just had a different way of looking at things. Now, his quote, throw me in the ocean, because his ancestors knew 
death was better than bondage. That right there is a form of rebellion. When the Europeans was stealing black people from Africa and bringing them over here on boats, a lot of them was jumping off of the boats into the ocean because they was like, you know what? I don't know what fate is having for me. I'm going to take it into my own hand. And you know, the hostages, they were insured. So if a boat came, well, the boat was supposed to have like, say, 30 hostages on it. And they only came with 25. The captain of the boat could be like, oh, you know, they passed because of um, sickness. And they would get money for it. But, you know, obviously the hostages didn't notice, but they was like, yo, y'all ain't taking me alive. And they would jump overboard. A lot of the boats started catching on and they would put nets on the side of the boats. So when the hostages jumped over, they ain't touched the water. They got in that net, got pulled right back up on the ship. Ain't that some shit? Because sometimes if the captain of the boat like ran out of food or didn't have enough supplies they would throw them over which was and then still collect the insurance company oh. <laughs> insurance money they still do that now Mm-mm-mm. hostage rebellions yes there are many many hostage rebellions that occurred over the years we're going to talk about Four of them, five of them, six of them. My math is off today. But before we talk about any of them, we need to talk about one famous, 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 famous one. And I know what y'all are thinking. You're probably going to say, oh, she's talking about Nat Turner's Rebellion. Because that one was famous. Everyone should know about Turner's Rebellion. But I'm not talking about Turner's Rebellion. I'm going to get to Turner's Rebellion because it's on there. But we're going to talk about the Haitian Revolution first. Because that was probably the most successful rebellion. You want to know why? Because it's the only colony to fight its trafficker and win their freedom. Yep. The Haitians was like, you know what? Y'all over there in France talking about liberty, equality, and forgot the last word, but whatever. Um, So you know what? We want our liberty and we want our equality. So y'all going to give it to us. And if you ain't going to give it to us, we going to take it by force. And guess what? The Haitians led by to Saint Louverture, I hope I said that right. Y'all can help me out. He was like, "Boom, let's go. We is fighting y'all." And they whooped France's ass. Man, they whooped France's ass so bad that Napoleon had to sell the his Louisiana territory just to get money for his country. Imagine that bunch of black people whooping your ass, and you gotta sell the sell some land in another country that ain't even in your country just to make money for your country. 
Woo! Child of ghetto. <laughs> the Haitian Revolution was so, like, life-changing that the, the human traffickers in America had an, enacted, like, some really strict slave laws. That's the only time I'm going to say that, but laws. So that way, their hostages wouldn't try to escape. But we all know, them laws ain't mean nothing. Shit, laws don't mean nothing to us now. We still be breaking them shits. <laughs> Stono Rebellion. 1736. Whew. That's a long time ago. This one is considered to be the largest revolt ever in the 13 colonies. Now hang on to that what I said in the 13 colonies because we're gonna we're gonna jump back to that. Now this rebellion was in South Carolina and it was led by a bunch of hostages from Angola. Now the beauty of this is these hostages were trained soldiers in Africa. Some of them were war captives, but as a war captive, they were trained in the military. So they get here and they're like, you know what? We know what to do. We gonna arm ourselves and we gonna get our freedom. Oh boy, let me tell you what they did. They executed their um, human traffickers. They cut their heads off and put them on poles and was like, y'all gonna fuck with us? This what's gonna happen to y'all. <sighs> Sadly though, man, as it always happens, you get that one group of people that don't want to help you. And they would rather hurt you. And I think it was Zora Neale Hurston that said, all skin folk ain't kin folk. There was a few hostages that refused to take part in the rebellion. So what they decided to do was to hide their human traffickers. They was like, you know what? Y'all not going to get these people. These here people good to us. Hmm. <laughs> well, the fact that they was there protecting these people is ridiculous. But you still got some pick-me-ass Negroes around today. Ain't nothing change. Ain't shit change but the weather, right? So these hostages, they fought for nearly a week. Like they was all over the place. Like, I'ma kill as many as I can. Hmm. But sadly, the colonists and the human traffickers fought back. And they killed many of the hostages. And because of this, in the colonies, the Negro, they passed some Negro Acts, which basically whatever rights or minimal rights that black people had, whether free or enslaved, was taken away from them. Not fully, but it was heavily, 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 heavily restricted. And this rebellion caused the human traffickers in America to think like, 
okay, we don't know what type of people we're stealing from Africa. They could be more soldiers and we might have to like really fight these people. So they was like, you know what? I think it would be better if we created American born African hostages and trained them so they wouldn't revolt. And that's why a lot of places started forcing black women to breed babies because, you know, during this time, whatever the mama was, the baby was. Oh, man. Lord have mercy. Gabriel's Conspiracy. 1800. Boom, 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 boom. Not to be confused with the drink, y'all. <laughs> this one was in Virginia. So we're jumping from South Carolina to Virginia. This... So this one, it's Gabriel's Conspiracy, Prosser's Rebellion, same shit, different toilet. <clears throat> a hostage named Gabriel Prosser, whose job was blacksmith, decided one day, you know what? I'm tired of this shit. I want to make money for me. I want to do what I want to do. So him and another... A bunch of hostages got together and was like, yo, we're going to storm the capital of Virginia, Richmond. We're going to go into that armory and we're going to get some guns and we're going to get whatever weapons we can. Then we're going to go down to the Capitol and the Capitol building and we're going to hold Governor Monroe hostage. And we ain't going to let that fool go until... We get our freedom and our family get out their freedom and our friends get their freedom. Hmm. You know what did them in? Snitching. Yeah. Not only snitching though. There was this storm coming through. Now, you guys know Virginia. Um, It's like there's water. It's near water. It's not landlocked. So like this heavy storm coming and it's raining like crazy and it's just like woo then you get these little pick me asses that's like oh my gosh this this storm is gonna kill us and I don't want to take part in this rebellion because because I'm scared so they went and told they told their traffickers like yo you see that fool over there Prosser yeah he's He's plotting to get some weapons and hold the governor hostage so they can get freedom. Y'all need to do something about that. Hmm. Well, <laughs> white dudes get together. They like, nah. Y'all fucking with the church's money. Now we gonna have to get y'all. Well, you know what happened? 26 of the hostages was killed. One person committed suicide in jail. He was like, uh-uh-uh, y'all not getting me. Prosser was killed. And you know what happened to the two pick-me's that snitched? Nah, they ain't dead, y'all. They got their freedom. Ain't that some shit? Well, you know, there's some people now that would do that if it meant for them to be free. 
we're going to move to 1811. This one is called German Coast Uprising. I bet you can guess where this is going to be at. Is it landlocked? Nah, it's the coast. You know, when you go to the coast, this is water, baby. Okay. 40 miles north of NOLA, New Orleans. I can't say it like them, though. I wish I could. Now, remember, at the beginning, I said the Stono Rebellion was one of the largest revolts ever in the 13 colonies. Well, the German Coast Uprising is considered to be the largest and most sophisticated rebellion in U.S. history. Now, the difference is the Stono Rebellion was just the colonies. With the German uprising, this was after the U.S. gained their independence from Great Britain. So that's why this one is considered the largest in U.S. history. So now with this one, there was a hostage named Charles Delande. Him and 20 other hostages attacked their human traffickers. They was like, yep, we gonna get y'all asses today. You know what they did? They killed the man's son. They bludgeoned him to death. But they made a fatal mistake. One that a lot of people make. They left big old papa alive. Now what they thought homeboy was gonna do? Because they spared him that he wasn't gonna say nothing, that he was gonna sit and be quiet in his house? No. They just killed his child. His boy. And y'all know how it was with men back and back way back. <laughs> Shit, probably still now. They need they boys. So homeboy went and he told, he was like, yo, there's some blacks running around killing people. They got my boy. Take him down. Get rid of them. So they enlist the help of a Confederate soldier and who happened to be a human trafficker as well. His name was Wade Hampton. And Wade Hampton, along with 30 other soldiers, took two days to stop this rebellion because the hostages were not militarily trained. They didn't know. So you had a soldier and you, you had soldiers coming up to these people, killing their asses like, nah. Y'all gonna stop this shit right now. It, it's believed that there was um, zero white casualties. I wonder why. And by the end of the month, over 100, yep, that's how many people was revolting. Over 100 of them was killed. If I had a 40 right now, I'd pour it out in their name. But I ain't got no 40, so we're going to move on to the next rebellion. Bum, bum, bum. This one, we all know this one. This one is Turner's Rebellion. Now, in high school, they never told us about Nat Turner. My college years, my very early college years, they ain't teach us about Nat Turner either. I didn't learn about Nat Turner until I started taking Africana Studies courses. Nat Turner now. This dude was all the way 
with the shits. He got 70 other hostages together. They armed themselves and they rebelled against their traffickers. They killed Turner's, the man trafficker, his wife, and their kids. They ain't shoot him. They killed him with an axe. Can you just imagine? What was that thing, that song? Lizzie Borden had an axe. She gave her somebody 20 wax and when she thought that she was done, like, come on. That's what he did. Chop, chop, chop. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> the next day, they moved along after they um, killed their, that dude. And they went to 15 other death camps and attacked them. It's believed to be between 50 and 60 traffickers was killed by these people. They was not playing. Anyone in their way was getting chopped down. Sadly, though, they was caught. And it, they was caught by accident, too, because as so... Another hostage did snitch on them, of course. And they went looking for Nat Turner and his group. And they was hiding for over a month. And this white dude strolling along, all la di da di da da accidentally stumbled upon them. And they was captured. Whew. All of the hostages that was captured ended up being killed. Of course, they're not going to let him live. Nat Turner now. Nat Turner was hung. He was um an example to let them know, like, this is what's going to happen to y'all. Y'all try this. They hung him, and they desecrated his body. I'm not going to tell y'all what they really did to it. All the things y'all can actually look that up, because I don't want to talk about that. There's a college in Ohio that um, I've never heard of, actually, until I learned about this. It's called Wooster College. And in their biology lab, they had his head, his skull, and someone made a purse out of his skin. And all three of these items was on display in their biology lab. Is it still not there now? I'm not quite sure. I would hope not, but honestly, it wouldn't surprise me. Mm -mm -mm. These rebellions were something else, but them other people, they was, they was also something else. Now, rebellion doesn't only happen on land. Remember I told y'all sometimes the hostages would jump overboard and kill themselves? Well, if you have like grew up with your aunts or uncles, even your grandparents, you've probably seen Amistad. And you know, that was Jaiman Hansu just now saying, give us free. Now, years ago, when I seen the movie, I was like, oh, this is interesting. Didn't know until very recent, not very recently, but in my later years that Amistad was real. 
And basically what Amistad was, it was a boat that was, um, that belonged to the Spaniards with stolen people from Africa. They stopped over in Cuba for something. I don't fully remember why. And then they stopped in America, um, somewhere off the coast of Long, Long Island. And some of the hostages got off the boat. Then they sent the um, trackers after them. Someone ends up dying. And then they arrest some of the Africans. And they're now they're in court trying to fight for their freedom. And the, um, the president, I don't care which white dude it was, was like, yo, just give them back to the Spaniards. We have a treaty with them. We don't want to fight. We don't want no problem. And the courts is like, nah. Y'all can't have them. They're not slaves. Send them back to Africa. So, like, the pro-slavery people was like, nah, you can't do that. We got them. They ours. We're going to take this to the Supreme Court because we don't agree with you. Okay. The, the human traffickers take their hostages to the Supreme Court, thinking, oh, yeah, the Supreme Court is on our side. We're going to keep them, but we're not sending them back to Africa because they're Spanish property. Supreme Court was like, <laughs> pump your brakes. Y'all capture these people illegally. They don't belong to Spain. They don't belong to America. Send them back to Africa. See that right there? Rebellion. They got their freedom and they got to go back home. Another form of rebellion, art. I'm assuming we've all read Frederick Douglass's biography about being a slave and how he gains his freedom. A lot of slave narratives, you know, I'm going to say that for this. So a lot of slave narratives was basically a form of rebellion because it talked about the practice of it and how horrible it was and how it destroyed lives and it destroyed families. Harriet Jacobs. I don't know if you guys know about her, but you should definitely look up her narrative. Her rebellion. Oh, man. When I tell you this woman was smart as hell, she, there was this um, human trafficker that was in love with her. And she was a young girl. And she knew, like, yo, this this not going to happen to me. Mm-mm. So she tried to fight him off as best as she can. And when it got to a point where she couldn't no more, she went and got pregnant by somebody that had more prestige than the human trafficker that wanted her. So she became off limit. Then... When she finally escapes, she hid in an attic. Don't don't quote me on how long it was, but Shorty was in that attic for a long time. Now, y'all really still think that our ancestors wasn't with the shits? Come on now. I'm tired of that. I don't want to hear it no more. Because we are not our ancestors, bitch, okay? We tried to keep it peaceful, and y'all didn't want that. But what we not going to do is be marching and boycotting. That was Tammy. Y'all know Tammy, right? Basketball Wives, Bonnet Chronicles. There we go. 
We are not our ancestors. I think so far, I've given y'all quite a few examples of how we could be our ancestors, you know? But I'm tired. I'm tired. Of, I don't want to hear it no more. And you know what? A lot of us are not our ancestors. Want to know why? Because y'all out here recording people calling y'all niggas instead of knocking their asses out. You jump into social media. These people weren't jumping into social media. They was fighting for their lives. Hiding. Killing people that own them. But y'all recording a Karen or a Chet out here saying, You filthy nigger, go back here. How, Sway? Tell me how you ain't your ancestor. I'm starting to think that it's being said in, in not a good way and y'all out here saying it. But what you're really saying is, yeah, we some punk asses. There are many, many forms of resistance. And during the Reconstruction era and the Jim Crow era, you know, there was a way to resist without having to lose your life. Because you know, if you even looked at a white person wrong, they lynching you and probably your whole family. So there was there was different ways they went about doing it to protect their life and their lineage. One of the ways was, you know, back in in the Jim Crow time, white folks, even little kids, would call grown folks boy, girl. And I feel like this isn't only a black thing, but some white people, um, they are respectful. And, you know, they refer to people as miss or missus. And, you know, black people is really big on things like that. Miss, miss, missus, mister, auntie, uncle. Like, there was no just regular names. So these white folks was like, yo, come here, boy. Come here, girl. Like to grown men. Imagine a five-year-old walking up to be like, pick up my toy, boy. No. So what these people was like, all right, you gonna call me a boy. I don't, I'm not answering you. I'm gonna keep it moving. Resistance. They were staging sit-ins long before the civil rights movement. Resistance. Sometimes, you know, you got to go the non-violent route. But then sometimes you have to go the violent route. And fighting back, you, you have to use your hands and weapons sometimes. Sometimes the quiet don't work and you got to go for the flashy. Bang, bang, you dead. Leave me be. All my life I had to fight him. Now we move on to the black woman. The lovely, lovely black woman. Love her. Cherish her, protect her, but above all, respect her. Y'all know, during the height of the Black Liberation Movement, the men that we all know about, Huey, Fred, Malcolm, Martin, Marcus, they would be nowhere without a black woman. Because it was the black women that was 
doing everything from behind the scenes so these men can be great. What Lizzo said, why men great till they gotta be great? Come on. Black women, they always fought back. Always. They was breaking tools during the slave time to prolong work. Because without tools, you can't work. Even after that, during the 1920s, 1920s, and 1920s, you had black agricultural workers in Arkansas refusing to pick cotton for 75 cents. They was like, slavery done. If y'all want us to do this, you're going to have to give us more because we ain't settling for this. You had black women in Florida battling with the Marines because they was trying to scoop these chicks up and put them in a truck and have them cleaning up the streets for free after a hurricane. Now, y'all know black women, we ain't doing nothing for free 99. Come up with them coins. And we want good money if we're going to mess our nails up or our freshly laid hair. Mm-mm-mm. Domestic workers. We know that a lot of jobs women can only get around this time was that of domestic workers, maids. That's sad. But in Alabama, boom, 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 in South Carolina, you had women, African-American women, revolting. They was like, you know what? President FDR has the WPA. I think I mentioned that in the previous episode, but if not, it's the Works Progress Administration. During the Great Depression, it gave people jobs, and it gave a lot of African-American jobs. And they had this wage guideline. So these women was like, yo, y'all want us to work for y'all? Y'all better renegotiate these contracts and y'all better pay us what they paying under the WPA guidelines. And if you don't, we stepping off and we gonna strike until we get what we want. Also in South Carolina, in a manufacturing factory, over 200 black women walked off. And they started, uh, they started to strike because they was like, you know what? We want uniformed wage across the board. Everyone needs to be making the same amount of money, no matter what sex you are, no matter what color you are. If we doing the same job, you better give us the same amount. And they wanted this as per Works Progress Administration um, wage guidelines. And they was like, you know what? We leaving skill out of this. We don't care if this person is skilled and that person isn't skilled. As long as we have this job, y'all's going to give us what we want or we out. Black women was not playing. No siree. And even now, if you look at a lot of stuff going on, who's at the forefront? Black women. These marches, these rallies, all of this, black women. Tamika Mallory is out here. These, 
I can't even say these like internet people, um, TV reality reality stars, I guess they're called. Because I can't even tell you if they like legit or if they, you know, doing it just for clout. But either way, black women, remember, protect, respect, love, honor, cherish the black woman. Now, like all good things must come to an end. So I want to thank you for tuning in this week to the Black History Channel. We are now up on Spotify and Pocket Casts. Sometimes I say words, it gives me a while because I feel like I'm saying it wrong. So if you like what you heard, please follow us, <laughs> leave a review. If you didn't like what you hear and you want to refute anything that I've said thus far, you're more than welcome to. Let me know what I can do better. Let me know what I got wrong. Because while I'm here to educate you, y'all are here to educate me too. And if y'all lasted this long, guess what? Y'all's is troopers. And I want to thank you. And until next week, y'all. Yeah.